Thanks for dropping in to Get Out of Your Way, a confidence overhaul podcast for those souls that desire bigger and bolder lives. I'm your host, Meg, dishing out the truth about moving into your confidence zone. Because sometimes it's really the stuff we hide from that holds us back. So sit back and relax as we dive into this week's confidence conversation. May it help you shift into becoming the badass that you desire. Hello and good morning, good afternoon or good evening, wherever you are listening to this podcast episode. I want to start today's episode off with a little disclaimer, Um, just a little bit of housekeeping because this episode is probably going to have things that might trigger some, might piss some of you off, but I want to point out that everything that I say in this episode and any others is strictly my opinion. I am not a doctor. I do not hold a PhD. So the things that I say and think of are just that of my thoughts and what I witness in my everyday life and the things that I do know in my everyday life and just making the correlation myself. So everything that is said here is my opinion. If it hurts or triggers somebody, in my humble opinion, that means that there's something you need to work on. I can make an entire episode about triggers, but that's not what today's episode's about. Today's episode is about the growing number of people whom I find utterly distracted by technology, by life itself, by so many things. There is an epidemic of distraction happening in our society and I think, in my opinion, that this correlates with the growing number of people being diagnosed with symptoms and or ailments or diseases like ADHD or neurodivergency, which is a brand new word in my dictionary. I had no idea this word even existed until just last year. There is of a, a small amount of people, kids, adults that do have an attention deficit disorder. I've witnessed it myself. But I really think that we're not helping the cases. We're not helping the people who are and maybe everybody does have slight ADD or ADHD and we just don't help fix it. We don't help With the symptoms, we just keep adding more stimulants to it. And I don't think that that's fair. I don't think that's fair for somebody who's already struggling. So with a kid, from my perspective, what I see, a kid or a child who is diagnosed with ADHD, we, I find... Now, this is, again, just my opinion. I'm probably going to repeat that 7 million times in this episode because, like, it is so hard to say anything nowadays without being attacked or, you know, somebody not agreeing with you and then you're just a bigot or whatever. (laughs) I digress. In my opinion, I think that when we are dealing with anybody, child or adult, that has ADHD, I think we need to put a little bit more focus on detachment. Detachment from the distractions that are happening every single day. 
if you come to think about it, if you say you are a divergent, a normal brained person, I don't know how to put that term properly or politically correct. Um, if you take that person and follow them throughout the day, you will, you will have so many instances where distractions pop up in that, that one day that you won't even be able to keep count. Whether it's, it, you just, it, just, just stop and think about it for one moment. The person wakes up in the morning, they wake up to an alarm, which is blasting the news, if they have a radio, clock radio alarm, blasting the news. So now they're distracted by what's going on in the world around them versus what's actually happening in their body. So they get up and they start brushing their teeth and then their phone chimes. There's an email or a text message. So then they stop brushing their teeth and they pick up their phone and they look at their text message. And then all of a sudden, because they're on their phone already, we're already programmed. Then all of a sudden we're sitting on Facebook or Instagram and we're scrolling through all the many distractions that are sitting in there because it's stimulant. You know, it's those, those mini endorphin hits that we keep feeling over and over and over again. And that's why we're so addicted to picking up our phone and then immediately going to our social media and scrolling for at least between 10 minutes and an hour that that's I think the average that any adult consumes of of social media each time they pick up their phone. So now they've been distracted twice since waking up and they haven't even had their first coffee. Then they have their coffee and then we have our natural distractions which are kids or you know making sure that everything's ready to go to work or school and what what not. Then you get out to the car and you there's distractions all over while you're driving. You know, you have to pay attention to everybody else around you, who's driving around you, how they're reacting, what your reaction time is going to be. You're going to make sure you watch the lights, whatever. Get kids to school and then you get to work. And then there's like, the, it's just the, an ultimate, like, the only thing worse would be standing in a casino at Vegas. You know, there's the fluorescent lights, there's the computer screens, there's the people around you doing their job. So either that's distracting and then you have multiple emails coming in all, all day long or multiple phone calls, depending on where you work. There's distractions everywhere. And then to escape, what do we do? We pick up our phone and just add a little bit more dopamine hits or endorphin hits over and over again and then by the time you get home you continue the distractions with trying to make supper and read with your kids and do their homework and clean up the mess and then and then when you are finally ready to settle down you turn the tv on you turn the tv on and then that's just more distraction more stimulants for your brain to just keep buzzing all day long there's no rest for it so it's no wonder that we cannot sit and concentrate on one fucking thing at a time because we are consistently stimulated by everything around us all day long. Our brain doesn't know how to just zero in on one thing anymore. It's not capable of doing that anymore. And this is a society that we're raising our kids in and this is a society that we are living in. I remember as a kid, we didn't have TV time. And maybe it was just because my parents were, you know, knew what was going on. So they kicked our asses outside every day. So we had time in nature, which was point number one, you know, connecting with Mother Earth and having that connection and that ability to not be stimulated by technology and TV and rapid fire 
colors flying at your face and you're into your eyes all the, all the time. We didn't have that. So we went outside and we had fresh air, which was good for our immune system. We had, you know, connection with mother nature, which is good for our immune system and for our mental health. We played and connected with our friends and we used our imagination. And these were the stimulants that we had as kids. But kids nowadays have their Xboxes and their iPads and their, and their cell phones and their TikTok and their Instagram and all these things that keep them, yes, they keep them connected with other people, but they keep them so stimulated that their brains don't know how to quiet down, which is detrimental in my opinion, because we need, we need space. We need our, we need time for our brains to just quietly other than sleep because sleep I'm not sure if you're anybody's aware but when you're sleeping your body is in high drive it is healing itself it's doing work that needs to be done because it can't do that while we're moving while we're up and about and, and working through our day so when we're sleeping and when we're, we're in a deep sleep or a REM sleep our bodies are healing it's it's healing itself from the inside out and so your brain doesn't really have that time to just be calm, especially with all these distractions all around us. Um, so, you know, I would invite you, whoever's listening to this, to take note, just pay attention one day and realize how many distractions you have in your day. Count how many times you pick up your phone and count how long. You know, use there's an app on uh, on on an iPhone. I'm not sure about Android that actually tracks how much screen time you have, and it actually goes into detail as to like how many times you picked up your phone, how many times, or how many minutes you spent on each app. You know, how many messages you sent and received throughout the day. Keep an eye on that. Watch the stats. I did it for two days and was shocked. I was spending upwards to eight hours a day on my cell phone, picking it up thousands of times. And it wasn't even conscious picking up. It was like, oh, I think I heard it buzz. So you pick it up and you look. And then as soon as you have it in your hand, you automatically go in. You're like, oh, I might as well check Facebook. It's a cycle and it's something that needs to be broken in order to remove yourself from the habit and put yourself somewhere in a more healthy environment. So what I did was I, when I realized how much time I was spending on my cell phone and how detrimental it was actually being to my mental health, my family health, my connection with my family and the health of my business. And I'll get a little bit deeper into that in a moment. But what I did, because I, I noticed how terrible it was and how, how it was actually holding me back um, through all these things, I made the commitment to myself that for one week I was going to keep myself on a two hour limit for social media. So my messages would still come through. My emails still worked, but for my, my, my vice when I picked up my phone was Instagram and Facebook. So I set a two hour limit. So I had two hours a day on those two apps. So not two hours each app, but two hours a day on those apps. And after two hours, um, they, it gave me a five minute warning so I could complete whatever I needed. And then it would just lock my screen. Now I had the option to unlock it for whatever reason I need to go in there because my business is run on Instagram mostly and Facebook a little bit, but 
my business is run there. So like there are times throughout the evening or depending on how, how early I got kicked out that I still needed to have access to it to just double check to make sure that I didn't have clients coming at me and, you know, like needing help or asking specific questions that like needed to be answered immediately, which I later found out that like it really isn't, if it's a potential client, they can wait till the next day. That's a okay. But for my current clients who I made a, an integral promise to them that I would be there for support, it, it made sense for me to be able to have access anyways. I spent a few days ignoring my messages, my, my lockout screen and continuously going back to it. And then I had to just face the hard truth. And I looked myself in the eye in the mirror and said, Megan, we, it's time to get serious. We need to fix and heal our connections to the people who are in front of us today. We need to heal my thoughts and my beliefs around my business and I need to heal my excessive need to compare myself to other people so this is where I get into why it was so damaging to my business every single time I would open Instagram or Facebook I would scroll through and see multitudes of people in the same line of work as me many so many I follow for inspiration and for tips, I guess. Um, I follow a lot of other life coaches and they don't all deal with the same subject as I do because, you know, there's there's different avenues for life coaching. There's business life coaching, there's um, corporate life coaching, there's um, goal setting, there's confidence, which I do, there's there's so many. I can't, I, can't, I shouldn't, I don't even need to name all of them. But I would scroll through Instagram for hours comparing myself to these other people who had successful businesses or what my perception was was more successful than my business. And it was detrimental because I would, you know, talk about distractions. I would start something, um, a project on Canva where I would start making a, a, a reel or a post that I wanted to post to my clientele and to my followers. And halfway through that, I would take a little break, in quotations, a little break, and I'd end up on Instagram. And I would see that somebody else has posted just an hour ago something very similar to what I was just writing. And then I would either doubt myself and go, oh my goodness, I'm copying somebody else. You know, my followers aren't going to receive this very well because such and such person just posted the same thing and I'm just taking their content and moving my words and how how does that compare to my authenticity and I would have this like running dialogue of bullshit and then I would stop making that Canva post and then I would never post it to my followers which was hurting my business because now I'm not posting anything for my followers because I'm scared that I'm going to copy somebody and then I would start comparing myself to, you know, their successes and go, why the fuck can't I, why, why am I not that high in, in success? Why don't I seem to have that many followers? Why am I not making, you know, six, eight figures a year? Um, because I'm sitting here distracted and comparing myself to other people. That's why I'm not making those. So 
it's time to get serious. And for the last two weeks, I have been very serious. I'm My screen time is down 68% from what it was two weeks ago. And I'm very proud of that. Um, I am now very intentional about my social media use, especially because it's my business. I make sure that when I'm on there, I'm being intentional about who I'm talking to. I'm engaging. I'm you know, I'm putting out quality content. I'm talking about the things that I want to talk about. I'm not doubting myself anymore, as much anymore, because it is, these cycles come and go. (laughs) We can peel back layers and layers of the onion and still never get to the core of, you know, one particular issue, especially right away. I mean, it takes years and years and years of, of diving into yourself and knowing yourself and being comfortable with your own self-worth to really and truly not give a fuck what anybody thinks. I mean, you can go out and say, I don't care about anything, thinks. But a small part of you still kind of does. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be completely cut off. You know, there should still be an element of like a little bit of care of what some people might consider crazy because it keeps you in line. It keeps your morals in line. But making sure that that person you know, follows your same ideals and your morals to keep you in line is important. If you start caring about what other people whose morals and values don't even match yours, then then you're in trouble. I digress. This is another episode. <laughs> so keeping myself from being distracted has increased my engagement, has increased my client potential, has increased my confidence in my own posts, in my own podcast episodes, in my own everything. And all it took was for me to stop one distraction. And I probably picked the hardest distraction of them all to to detox from, but I've done it before where I've completely gotten rid of social media for months at a time. And I know how healing it is and how beneficial it is to do it. And that's, I think, where... I was able to hone into that and really zero in to be able to kick the habit a little bit easier than most. So adding on to my invitation earlier, pay attention to your your distractions. Pay attention to the things that are happening around you. Pay attention to your screen time and figure out where your values and your ideals lie. What is it that you want to accomplish every day? Because I mean, if you're okay with getting up and being distracted all day long and just, you know, moseying through your life, you, you know, and, and being the same thing every single day, then by all means, keep going. I'm not going to stop you. But if you want change in your life and you want to move yourself from where you are to having more adventure, having more confidence in yourself or having just just reaching any sort of goal, really, then it's something to consider. It's something to consider. If you want to change, you need to move. You can't just stay sitting and doing the same thing every single day and expect things to just be different because it doesn't happen that way. In order for things to be different, you have to start being different yourself. And if we continuously stay distracted, we're never going to know what we like. We're never going to know the things that we desire. We're never going to be able to find out who we are at our core. 
because we're too busy watching everybody else's life on a screen. So in closing, find out how distracted you are. Look at your screen time. Shock yourself. (laughs) And then decide what changes you want to make. And I want to add at the end of this too, that if you are confused or you're so shocked, you have no idea what kind of change you want to make, or if you simply just need support or help with achieving this detox or this change that you want to make, like let's say you want to actually detox from social media and you need a support group, you know where to find me. Check me out on Instagram at magnacole.coach come in I have tips there all the time um just dm me support and I will jump at you and you know and full-on help you out because I honestly think that in order to change the world we need to change how we view the world and viewing the world through a tiny screen is not the way to be in my humble opinion so yeah uh if you you want to change you know where to find me go dm me the support dm me support i'm see i'm getting distracted now <laughs> go on to instagram dm me support and i will help you out with any detox or any anything that you want to change in your life in order to increase your abundance to increase your confidence to move you to places that you never thought you would ever be able to reach because of your beliefs whatever I am definitely here to support. That is my ultimate job in this space is to support every one of you. And I want to also add that in the next couple of weeks, I'm actually opening a support group. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, then I suggest you go over there and hit that follow button. And while I'm at it, I'm going to tell you to like this episode, share this episode and Make sure you hit the heart and maybe if you feel called to do a little rating there, you know, at the top of your Spotify with the little stars there, give me a rating. Um, However you feel you need to rate me. I'm not picky. I just want to see where I need to change because it is important for me to have podcast episodes that hit people where it needs to be hit. I, my job is to support you and to help you along. And if I can't, find the right avenue to do so then my job is going to be moot so help me help you and we can all change the world together i will talk to you next week thanks for joining me today for more truth and badassery head on over to megnicole.coach on instagram if this podcast happened to rock your world and you think it might rock someone else's as well be sure to share it perhaps we can all be a part of changing someone's view on life Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Catch you all next week.